Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Prophecy Talk, where you come for real Bible prophecy news and analysis. This broadcast is a special report on the Russia-China alliance and what this means in end-time Bible prophecy. A couple of weeks ago, a Chinese official warned the U.S. of a potential Pearl Harbor surprise attack by China and Russia. According to the New York Times, Japan called for a sense of crisis over China's military expansion. The U.S. and Japan have called on China not to attack Taiwan, which is a no-go zone for China. China views Taiwan as a breakaway province, while the U.S. and Japan champion the Taiwanese people's will for a separate nation. In addition, there are the territorial disputes in the South China Sea, which possesses an estimated 11 billion barrels of untapped oil and 190 trillion cubic feet of natural gas, as well as rich natural resources and fishing areas in its over 250 islands. Meanwhile, ties between the Russians and Chinese have grown so much recently that according to the U.S. Naval Institute, analysts are claiming the relationship constitutes a de facto military alliance. Their joint sea exercises began in 2012 and have increased. While the Naval Institute stated China and Russia lack the wherewithal for a greater military campaign, they advised the U.S. to counter this growing alliance by strengthening its own defense ties with allies and partners. Alan Jones of Sky News Australia stated in his broadcast regarding China's building of 100 new missile silos that while Russia and the U.S.'s missiles number between 5 to 6,000, the United States are outdated with China producing state-of-the-art, technologically advanced modern silos. State Department spokesman Ned Price warned that the PRC's nuclear arsenal will grow more quickly and to a higher level than previously anticipated. Price stated, This buildup, it is concerning about the PRC's intent. This rapid buildup has become more difficult to hide and it highlights how the PRC appears again to be deviating from decades of nuclear strategy based around minimum deterrence. On July 12th, CGTN News reported that China and Russia marked the 20th anniversary of their friendship treaty, jointly opposing hegemony. Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin issued a joint statement and officially extended the treaty. Foreign Minister Wang Yi said China and Russia should support multilateralism, oppose hegemony, and continue to safeguard the international system with the UN at its core. The South China Morning Post elaborated on Wang's comments in the article, Russia Relationship Better Than an Alliance. They quoted Wang as saying that the two countries should further deepen political mutual trust and push the comprehensive strategic partnership 
in a new era, which is not allies, but better than allies, to new heights. What was key was his statement, we must further strengthen strategic collaboration and firmly build a strong pillar for maintaining world peace and security. He reiterated, we will hold high the banner of multilateralism, oppose hegemony and power politics, counter the new Cold War and group conflicts. North Korea was even brought into this new pillar. The Global Times reported that China, Russia, and North Korea ties were reinforced on equal footing. This is serious news. Before I go into what this means and how it will end based on end-time Bible prophecy, I want to first say that we are in an age of empires. I talk about this on this channel. In geopolitics, it's called a multipolar world where power is distributed among several states or empires. Multilateralism is the idea that challenges can only be solved together and should be rules-based. On most prophecy channels, they erroneously teach that we are in a new world order brought about by secret societies, which will lead to a global government and a completely unified world and that this lines with the scriptural forecast when in fact there is no new world order and we are in an empire age, which is exactly what the prophet Daniel predicted. We also see the rise of the final empire in Revelation 13 and more of it in Revelation 17 and 18. These passages further describe it as a hub for trade. What proves that we are in the end time empire order is that the nations mentioned in the books of Daniel, the Revelation, and in Jeremiah are the nations we see rising in this multipolar, that is multi-empire world from China, Russia, the European Union, and the United States, which is the great nation teamed with Russia going to Armageddon, listed in Jeremiah 6.22. In addition, the African Union, who is the king of the South, who rises up against the Antichrist. Whether this is a king of the Union or one of the stronger African nations, this has not yet unfolded to this detail, but is in the process like other events. While the world will be dominated by the European Union Empire, in the Bible, we also see the nation state still in existence, such as the 10 kings or nations that give their power to the beast, the kings of the earth of Revelation 16, 14 that go to Armageddon, and the kings of the east, which would be China, Japan, North and South Korea, and could possibly include the Southeast Asian countries of Indonesia, Malaysia, the Philippines, Myanmar, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Mongolia, and Laos. What needs to be noted concerning the kings of the East is that in the book of Revelation, we see they remain separate sovereign nations. So again, a multipolar world that is also multilateral fits. This is the end time order. Daniel 11:41 tells us that the Antichrist, he shall enter into the glorious land and many countries shall be overthrown. He shall stretch forth his hand also upon the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. I find it interesting that from Revelation 13:16, the verse, 
that references all men taking the mark of the beast and the whole world worshiping him, from there arose the myth of the new world order, which would be a 100% united globe set up by secret societies. Nothing fits the biblical description like our current multipolar order that is based on multilateralism. The missing piece is the European Union is not yet the reigning empire, meaning the most powerful and strongest economically and militarily to the point that the prophet Daniel described it as exceedingly dreadful and terrible. But I report to you on this channel the development and evolution of the European Union into that direction. Concerning the United States empire, it will continue to decline but will remain a great nation. We are anticipating the end of the dollar as the world's reserve currency as part of this decline, while at the same time we will see the further rise of the European Union empire. I stated in the first draft of my book, The Seed of the Antichrist, Bible Prophecy and the European Union, that I originally wrote in the early to mid-90s, that at that time, that most likely the U.S. would form a partnership with the European Union and would have no choice but to do so. But instead of the European Union looking to the U.S., the U.S. would be seeking help from the European Union. But the rise of China is beginning this process sooner than I anticipated. What is major about the China-Russia alliance is that from a power perspective, they are splitting the multipolar world of empires in two. The strongest empires right now are the U.S., EU, Russia, and China. The U.S. was already aligning with the EU as a counter to China, and I reported that on this channel, but now the latest moves and statements on the part of China and Russia will make this both a certainty and an imperative for the United States. On July 1st, during the Chinese centenary, Chinese President Xi Jinping stated, anyone who attempts to bully China will face broken heads and bloodshed in front of the great wall of the 1.4 billion Chinese people. This prompted Giver Hofstadt, one of the most high-profile Europhiles in the European Union, to state on his Twitter account, and he quoted the CNN edition, a great wall of steel threatens to divide the world again. Deeply worrying language from the president of China. The world does not belong to the CCP. Liberal democracies need to come together to defend their interests, values, and freedoms as one. Given Verhofstadt's position in the EU and his statement, this, EU, this U.S.-EU partnership will now be a given and only by aligning their empires will they be a counter to Russia and China. Biden has been strengthening EU-U.S. relations. According to Euractiv, he waived sanctions on Nord Stream 2 pipeline between Germany and Russia to help mend ties with Europe. He is seeking to improve ties with Germany as an attempt to leave no stone unturned in improving relations with Europe to counter the tag team of both Russia and China as a threat to the United States. As a policy expert stated, 
U.S. primacy is over. When the U.S. spoke out against the conflict taking place in Cuba, Russia, China, and Iran warned the United States not to intervene in Cuban politics. So what does this mean in end-time Bible prophecy? We already know the empire that is going to come out as the leading empire, and it is the European Union, not China. Therefore, we can expect that the combination of the U.S. and E.U. will be effective in combating the Chinese-Russian alliance. In addition, expect the EU-US alliance to grow tighter, especially as the US weakens, and also especially when the dollar finally ceases to be the world's reserve currency. NATO declared China as a threat to the rules-based international order, but while Europe has NATO, we can expect China to act as another catalyst for the soon building of an EU army. While the Chinese-Russian alliance divided the four most powerful empires into two sides, with the U.S. lending its strength to the EU and vice versa, the end of the story is this. Russia is going to get subdued after the Ezekiel 38 war when it attacks Israel and is defeated by God. It will take Russia time to recover from this great defeat. Finally, as the Japanese warned, the possibility that the U.S. might experience skirmishes with China and Russia is pretty high if we continue to try to enforce our brand of democracy regarding Taiwan and the Ukraine. According to The Sun, Putin has taunted the U.S. saying their world dominance is over and threatened to strike back if any boundaries are crossed. Russia also recently threatened the UK as well. Jesus predicted that nation will rise against nation, and these would be part of the birth pangs. But an all-out attack on the United States is not likely. China ships 20% of its goods to the United States. Europe also receives 20% of China's goods. China would shoot its economy in the foot by attacking the United States. Russia would bring the ire of NATO and the European Union, and we could end up in another world war. Rather, the U.S.-EU alliance will prove successful as the nations rise against nations in this final empire age. And finally, I want to give a shout out to Tony from Japan. He is reading my books and tuning in faithfully to this channel. Tony, I hope you liked this broadcast in particular because it mentions your country. I want to say that you have no idea the honor it is to teach the word of prophecy, but I am also honored having each of you tune into my broadcast. And it excites me to learn of my audience that live in other countries. Be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube or my podcast. Check out my website, books, and Patreon memberships. As always, all prophecy points to Jesus, who, if he is not your Lord and Savior, make him your Lord and Savior today. He is coming again. Thank you for listening today. Tune into Prophecy Talk next week with author and prophecy expert Erica Gray. 
In the meantime, be sure to visit Erica Gray's website at www.ericagray.com.